Secrets off their chest. You should listen. It's the best. Hello, and welcome to Obsessed with Joseph Scrimshaw on Feral Audio. I am your host. My name is still Joseph Scrimshaw. The first two things that I do in my podcast called Obsessed is say my own name twice. It kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Today's episode features a very talented comedian who, like me, used to live in Minneapolis but now lives in Los Angeles. But wait, there's a twist. We're not the exact same human being at all. Unlike me, she is obsessed with new kids on the block. I am not obsessed with new kids on the block at all, but she is clarity. My guest's name is Amber Preston. She is awesome, and I will be talking with her in just a few moments. But first, I want to talk to you, my wonderful obsessive listeners. I wanted to get a better sense of what you guys are obsessed with, so I tweeted and I Facebooked and I did not Google Plus, and I asked people for an obsession and a question that you might have about your own obsession that I could try to answer for you in a helpful, sort of bad counseling sort of way. There were many wonderful obsessions, including board games, voice actors, reading crappy books based on Dune, firm mattresses, and many more. But this one from Jason Ravinsky grabbed me. Jason says, I love collecting all my favorite TV shows and movies on Blu-ray slash DVD. What can I do in an age where physical media is dying and fewer series are being released on disc? I really relate to that one because uh, I like collecting DVDs in Blu-rays. Fewer and fewer things are coming out. So I came up with three solutions uh, not all of them good. One of my solutions is you could just build fake boxes. You could have uh, friends who are good at the painting and the drawing, draw little pictures of them, and you could then have your, you know, uh, Sequest season 17? How long did that show last? You could have that uh, drawn and then put on your bookshelf so you could still look at it. And then inside the box, you could just put a thumb drive that has all of Sequest on it. Uh, my other idea is I think that we buy DVDs because in Blu-rays because part of being obsessive is we want to find a way to express our obsession and buying and collecting things is a great way to do that. So it's like marking your space. It's like you bring these Blu-rays to your home and your home is marked. So uh, you could just write on the walls like a serial killer the name of the seasons of TV shows that you now own in digital format. My last is not really entirely under an individual's control, uh, but I think it is actually the most effective. Say there's a season of television that you absolutely adore. You could get someone to release it on vinyl because vinyl right now is the only physical media that anyone gives two shits about. So I don't know the process of putting a audio visual piece of entertainment like Sequest on vinyl. I don't know how many records it would take or how that would actually, you know, work to be able to see it, but you could still have some physical media. And I bet the full season of Sequest on vinyl would only weigh 8,000 pounds and to have an 8,000 pound vinyl collection of Sequest would really say, I like this show. Anyway, Jason, uh, I hope that helps. And thank you all for writing in with your obsessions. I really appreciate it. But now it is time for everyone's favorite part of any podcast, the plugs. 
Shows. I do shows. I've got a couple of shows coming up in L.A., including a live edition of Obsessed, the first live one I'm doing in L.A. Details on that show will be up very soon on my website at josephscrimshaw.com slash live dash shows. Patreon. A lot of people ask me, Joseph, how is it possible to produce a podcast? I mean, the people say, we know comedy podcasts are one of the biggest things driving our economy today, they say facetiously. But how do you make money? Well, the answer is Patreon. Obsessed is part of Feral Audio, but financially I'm able to keep doing it through the generous support of fans on Patreon. So if you like the podcast and can afford to throw a buck or two a month at it, you can do that by visiting patreon.com slash Joseph Scrimshaw. And now, sit back, relax, get all of your right stuff, and prepare to enjoy Amber Preston's obsession with new kids on the block. Hello and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm sitting in my home with an awesome person, Amber Preston. Hey, that's me. <laughs> she pointed at me while I was introducing myself and to her while I was introducing yep. her, so neither of us got confused. That's, I like to clarify. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, can you tell the people listening, uh, speaking of clarity, a little bit about yourself? Um, I am a stand-up comedian uh, living here in Los Angeles. It's sunny now, but it was raining today, so it was, it was rainy crazy. Los Angeles. We get it all. Oh, the weather it is. The high. <laughs> and lows. It was exciting. Um, uh, formerly of Minneapolis, Minnesota. And uh, I tell jokes and, and silly whatnots on the stage. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Do you see stand-up and silly whatnots on the stage as two different things? Um, sometimes, because uh, uh, sometimes I what I think is going to be stand-up comedy is a silly whatnot, and then sometimes <laughs> silly whatnots uh, end up being funnier than, you know, the well-thought-out. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. As if I well think out things, but you yeah, know sometimes I mean. the well thinks right. don't think as well yeah. as we think yeah. they will. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do and you... I've done more storytelling here than I ever did in Minnesota. Right, you've been doing storytelling. Yeah. And you did a little bit of like acty acting. Yeah, in and I and I right? yeah, and like I in the fringe done, and whatnot. Yep, and I did. Uh, I do go out on auditions and things here, and uh, but I'm real lazy, it turns out. <laughs> so I should be doing more of that. Happy New Year. Let's get to it. Do you ever get audition notices that are looking for lazy people? And you're like. <laughs> Yeah. I can I can nail yeah, this except emotionally. That, you, except they're like looking for a super lazy and great comedy timing. Must be stunning. Five eleven, one hundred and two pounds. Um, you know, model, good looks, right. but super great comedy timing. Wear your sweatpants, yeah. but they have to be like haute couture, right? Right, right. I I scour and get called in for like real, real some mom <laughs> looking for real, not interesting faces, but like real, yeah, real to mom. Is the word real starting to feel like? Judgmental? A little bit. I'm like, yeah. I'll show you real. <laughs> you want real? I'll give you, I'll give you real. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about the reality <laughs> of your obsession. It's a yeah. pretty awesome obsession. Uh, I wanted to have you on for a long time. Your obsession is New Kids on the Block. Uh, the New Kids on the Block. The band, the, the aura, band, the, the humans themselves. Band, the humans themselves. <laughs> You, and yeah. you like all of it, right? I love it all. I love the, uh, the nostalgia. I love the music. I love the fashion. I love the projects they've done since the first heyday. Uh, they're back. I, I don't think they went away. Uh, <laughs> if you ask me, yeah. some of them were a little more underground, but, um, but they remained active. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so like they several, well, we can get into that, but several remained. Very, like, there's definitely a more talented Wahlberg, and it is not Mark. Like, that's... <laughs> okay, so you think, it, and it's Donnie. That's, it is Donnie. That's I mean, maybe the brother's an amazing chef, but right. Donnie is amazing. He's a way better actor. He can he can talk without a Boston accent, for one. That is <laughs> a big 
Yes. So he, yeah, he can play real. Yes, he can be real <laughs> to attract. <laughs> awesome. So the the first real question I wanted to ask you is, uh, when did you know you loved New Kids on the Block? What when was that like first experience when you were hooked? Where like <laughs> when your loins yeah. first burned? I was just I was thinking about that in preparation. I should have been listening to New Kids, but I was listening to Millie Vanilli. Uh, Pretty close, uh, right? Yeah, same. Because my cousin was a Millie Vanilli fan. Oh, she chose poorly because they didn't even sing. Let's, yeah, they didn't sing. They're, they didn't, they're just yeah. a joke now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's only, I don't know why I'm whispering. Oh, it's, well, one of them has passed. Do, you, do we know which one? I, I don't know. Is it just Millie or just Vanilli now? I don't, yeah, they, I don't know. And it's who sad. are the guys that sing? That's We're sad. too much time dedicated to them already. <laughs> um, so what have been the new kids came... Uh, like 88, 89, 90, 91 is kind of... Like, so that was like their big the first big, burst, I feel right? like ni- 89 and 90 was really... Yeah. And I was in... Oh, here comes the ages. Um, <laughs> I think sixth grade was... Yeah, sixth grade was the peak. Larissa Bow and okay. I, Sergio and I. Letters, I mean... Right, VHS so you were the tapes. perfect target oh, demographic. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because that's what they were shooting for is... Tweens. Yeah. Not even teens, yeah, really. Yeah, I was like tw- 11, 12. I guess you are in six. Yeah, because seventh grade is 12, turning 13. Is that about right? Yeah. Because yeah. I could wear makeup. I snuck it on early. Okay. And, um, and it was like a, like a love. You, you genuinely, I genuinely thought I would, that if I went to a concert, I would somehow get to the front row. Right. Or my letter would somehow, like, I genuinely <laughs> Your writing this. prowess would open doors yes, to romance. I've, which I've since thought and have always, <laughs> that has never worked out. Um, I've never learned. Um, I didn't get to go to the concert in sixth grade, but Larissa Bowen and I gave her a letter, again, genuinely thinking. You gave her a letter oh, to deliver? Yeah. Okay. How else? Like, you didn't have email. Right. There was no tweeting at anybody. Jonathan yeah. Knight needed to see my written word, handwritten. <laughs> Give it to him, and I legit thought that that would like I would meet them, or I'd go to a concert and they'd bring me on stage because they would do that. They'd bring a girl on stage, yeah, sometimes for a song. You know, when you were first loving them as <coughs> as a very young woman mm-hmm. uh, or girl. Thank you, I thank you. <laughs> yes, I was very mature, eleven year old. I'm gonna keep track of the normal horrible things I say on this podcast, and that is <laughs> no, definitely no. I, well, I mean, it definitely was like, you, but it was it's an awakening, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean it's not like ooh, I want to do stuff. Yeah, like, you don't um, even really know what it round, is, right? Yeah. But. It's definitely, cause I don't think, I don't know what the male equivalent, because it's like they're heroes, but also in a Prince Charming, like there's yeah. a love, lust, like you're, and maybe it's cause little girls mature faster in that way. Uh, I think it is something. just the crappy gender dynamics yeah, that you and yeah. I grew up in, yeah, is that you weren't asked to love women. It was a gross, sick thing on MTV where like, Women, right. were, even if they were the lead of a band, they yeah. were still like, you should want to have sex with them. Yeah. I feel like that's the message we were given. Yeah. Um, so that sort of fall in love with them as a person, but then also wonder about the naughty sex things you could do. Yeah. It's more just like, hey, what about naughty sex things, boys? Right. You like that? And, the, and there weren't a ton, like a female, there wasn't a Ray. There wasn't, no. like, you know, I was like, I remember Janet Jackson and thinking she was cool. I do remember... Um, wanting to be Angela Bauer from Who's the Boss. Like, I, I was trying, <laughs> yes. in, in all this dialogue of like women and kid, blah, 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 uh, and toys and whatnot. Um, I was like, who, who did I, was that missing? Do I know that that was missing from my childhood? But I, looking back, 
like grasping at straws, Angela Bauer to me was like, oh, yeah, yeah. that mom has got her. She's got it together. Yeah. And okay. I think that there were plenty of women characters in, in performers like Janet Jackson yeah. who seem like, oh, they're in charge and they right. deserve respect. Right. But not that same marketing manipulation of, right. why don't you fall in love with them? Yeah. I guess maybe there's like, what, like Tiffany or whatever. Yeah, I did love her too, but boppers. then she also, that was like you wanted to be her friend <clears throat> and you wanted, to, I, I wanted to be her. Right. I was, yeah. So I guess it was kind of like. You, you be like Tiffany. And because she toured with new kids and they, there were all these rumors. I don't know where we were getting these rumors because it's, I was <laughs> like, like Fargo. It's not like I was on the internet. Tiger Beat magazine, Maybe, right? Yeah, Teen Bop, Tiger like Beat. Magazine? But they were okay. dating. So right. it's like, oh, Tiffany and Debbie Gibson. Ugh. <laughs> Kill so me. the question I was going to ask you when I when I called you as a sixth grader young woman, <laughs> like a monster, uh, is you had no idea that this was sort of fabricated, right? That, that, that oh, they were yeah. creations of marketing up to a point. Right. I think um, I think I knew that they maybe had auditioned. I didn't think that they were buddies that just were singing on the main streets of Boston. You know. <laughs> um, I think I knew somebody had found them, but you know, it, in my mind, it is this guy, this producer had found them maybe singing on the mean streets of Boston right. by themselves. And the magic and then, slippers fit. So they yeah, danced and sang. Right? Yeah. And then like, uh, Marky Mark, he was asked to be in the band, but he decided not to because he's more of a rapper. Yeah. Cause right. he was too dangerous. Right. Right. <laughs> and, um, and you know, that they just like to dance. And I don't know if I thought they sang their, wrote their own songs or, play it just yeah it like hit all the things like it tickled your heart and yeah. they were cute and and they were talking to me like a like a, a grown woman yeah. <laughs> really, oh, yeah, you yeah. Know? like they were please don't go girl and like <laughs> where am i gonna go my parents drive me everywhere i'm here <laughs> please I'm, don't leave fargo girl yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> uh did you did you map real relationships mm -hmm. onto them oh yeah oh i should have brought that i have it um there was a project i think they still do it at least in north dakota um, in sixth grade, you have to write a, an autobiography. Um, <laughs> it's a pretty, it's a pretty, it seemed very substantial. Oh, yeah. Uh, trapper keeper, a binder of sorts, chapters. Oh, you got, you got yeah. to talk. Uh, yes, you have to talk to grandmother about uh, family history. Um, the last chapter is looking to the future. And, uh, oh, man, <laughs> I, I, I turned my phone off. I can find it. Um, uh, and um, it was like, into the future, what will it hold? And Sarah Drew and I, we're going to go to a new kids on the block. I was going to be going to school at Princeton. In my mind, they were, would have just been continuously touring. <laughs> yes. And, very successful. And I was going to go to Princeton. I don't know why I thought that. I think Brooke Shields went there and I was like, mm -hmm, me too. I'm a smart girl. And, uh, and Sergio was going to go play soccer somewhere. Uh, and we were going to, we were going to bump into each other. We were going to have lost touch you, you, like you do. You and, and your friend. My friend Sarah okay. and I. We were going to bump back. Oh, we were going to. Oh, isn't it great? We we're going to bump back into each other uh, in college in the front row of the New Kids on the Block concert. And Joey McIntyre was going to pull her up on stage. <laughs> I've written this all up. Uh, Jonathan Knight was going to pull me up on stage. And then we were going to double date and get married. <laughs> That's what I thought it was going to happen. Flash forward. Jonathan Knight was my favorite new kid. He is gay. He's right. out. Been with his partner for like 12 years. Okay. I don't know if they're married, but like long, just terrible relationship. So that reason, one, number one, it wouldn't work. Sarah Drew lives in Sweden. She is gay. So she doesn't care about <laughs> Joey McIntyre. But uh, she actually, she still jokes that like he's the one guy that like could turn her. But uh, Okay. So she thought maybe she liked him. She was maybe confused when she was yeah, a young woman. Or I, was she going along with you and yeah. saying, sure. I think we were so young that it was just like this fantasy 
of whatever. Like, right. It what, barely had anything to do with sexuality. I mean, look at their hair. I mean, it was like Joey was the most feminine of them. So, I mean, it, it, it was just people singing to us. So, so in what is now the reality? So, you loved them as a teen in exactly the way you were sort of asked to yeah. by the marketing. Mm-hmm. But now you're, you don't. You have a sense of humor about it, yeah. but I sense you don't love them ironically. It's not like oh. you love them because they're so stupid. Yeah. You've followed their career. You yeah. know things about yeah. them. What's it like being a fan now? Uh, I think they've, they've got us all in the same trap. It just, we, <laughs> these women, we all have disposable incomes, um, are willing to have sex with them, um, and, and, or talk about it. And, uh, their songs can just be raunchier and okay. spend more money. Um, they came back. On tour, maybe five years, five-ish years ago, and okay. I, <coughs> excuse me, got a little sniffle, a little cough, I just get so worked up. <laughs> I understand. Um, Feel free to cough out your feelings. Thank you, about thank Jonathan you. It was August, it was August of, gosh, I know it was August because I was in Texas for a wedding, and they were going to be at the Mall of America. Oh. At the, at the Rotunda. Because wow. they were coming back. There was going to be this huge announcement, there was a new album, they were going to go on tour, and their first publicity uh, appearance, public appearance was the motherfucker. I don't know if you can swear. Oh, you can absolutely swear. Motherfucking Mall of America. In Bloomington, right outside Minneapolis, our home. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm so excited. I understand. It's so awful that listen to people cough. Um, So, and I was so sad that I was going to be gone for that weekend, but I didn't, I hadn't made the connections of which friends were crazy, diehard, diehard. Had I been there, I probably would have gone to the Mall of America at three i had friends that went the night before i've since found out okay. and kept like evading mall security to try to wait in line these are 30, like they tried to stay overnight yeah, at the mall of america wow yeah. that's like a horror to movie to be there for this like one song like warm up like let's dust off the old mood like uh but it was a new album so yeah. um so they came back and and then i got tickets but like the feelings and when i heard that they were going to be back i mean instantly back to 12 years old like yeah not like oh god i want to do them i mean yes that too but i was like instantly like butterflies in my stomach like like you're the biggest crush you've ever had uh high school reunion you're walking in and there's the prong king that you've loved you know like all those like cliche like instantly came back and i was like i have to see them i have to see them and then we got a suite at the excel center and i never saw them when i was little i never saw them oh you oh wow okay so, I mean, I still get chills when they first, when I first music came and I had the CD, <laughs> so I knew the new songs, which is just pop music. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, fun pop music. But I was screaming like a crazy person. Um, I made signs, like dirty signs. Oh, yeah. With like pictures or no words? words. Or, okay. You, you bring signs, but um, you put them on fabric so you can hide them in your pants because they right. don't let you bring them in. <laughs> um, like Danny Wood is uh, this guy that some people think looks like a monkey. He's a yep. very muscly yeah, he's, guy. He's a little muscly, yeah. One of the books, I mean, whatever I have in my hand that we'll talk about later yeah. is about him working out. Um, <laughs> he, uh, his last name is Wood. So I had a sign that said, Danny, you give me Lady Wood. Nice. Um, so he went from as a child, you wanted to bring a note to Jonathan. <laughs> a Knight, letter, a, a letter, letter, if you will, a yes. letter, a missive mm-hmm. to communicate your love mm-hmm. to storing a naughty sign in your pants. Yep, yep. As an adult, I had another sign that said, "This time I'm legal." But, um, <laughs> I bet a lot of ladies, yeah, uh, and crazy, guys probably have that crazy amounts. And I mean, sold out. It's not just. Oh, fun. They're playing the fairgrounds. Um, yeah, I mean, it's successfully getting a lot of people back. Insane. Right? Yeah. yeah. And they had, um, 
I never got like crazy. I saw him a couple times, and then the third time I ended up selling my. I, I was more excited about seeing Boys to Men, but I was like, "Oh, that'd be kind of fun." But then I saw Boys to Men at the Americana for free, and I was like, "Oh, I'll just sell that ticket." It's fine. <laughs> um, they also had uh, VIP uh, tickets that were four to five hundred dollars, and you got tickets in the first ten rows and a meet and greet, which I think was really like a picture. When I say meet and greet, it was. The, the next five, take a picture. Okay, great. High five. Next yeah, five. Yeah, so know. no no time for actual substantive right. discussion. You couldn't. There's no time to give Jonathan a real letter. But um, I knew women that did that several times. Really? Just to get those like three seconds yeah. with them? And then the gals that I knew that did it a few times, they were telling me that because then there, there were all these communities, these the blockheads. And like the... the They're called blockheads? Blockheads, yeah. Wow. Um, Is that go back to the original days? I don't know. It must. Okay. But I don't know. We wouldn't have called her... Some no, blockheads. I, I don't, don't think so. I, I mean, I'm crazy, but I'm not like cray cray crazy. <laughs> um, these gals that had been to VIP a few times, um, they they knew some of the girls from the chat rooms and had met women who had cashed in 401ks. Wow, like crazy stuff. Uh, followed them to Europe. They met a gal that had been to like ten VIP sessions like the guys knew her because she's crazy this is based on a lot of their newer stuff which is has shaken off their like their old manager and their cutesy <laughs> bubblegum persona and they're like no we're gonna talk about we're right. gonna think about real things right so is it that people all are do people tolerate their new stuff oh they like or it do i they... mean it sounds like okay. uh, i am surprised there is it a little bit more there wasn't more play of it on the radio because it sounds like anything else yeah I mean, it sounds just like pop music um they're they're First new album, uh, one of those, Lady Gaga opened for them. Oh, wow. On tour, a friend of mine was like, yeah, the girl in the at opening is really good. Uh, <laughs> and she's on their album. I think the song is like Grown Man, which is all about like, I'm a, I'm a grown lady and you're stuff. a grown, exactly, doing stuff with cool. people's bodies. Um, so, I mean, it's definitely, it's just popish. Yeah. Pop do they music. play some of their old music? Yeah. And they, do they, they do, do it with disdain? Like, no, because... People go apeshit. Like, the fans go nuts, so... Do they make it more adult? Like, you've got the right oh, stuff? Yeah, like, like, breasts and uh, vaginas? Yeah, they're they like, you have stuff? the stuff, and what we mean is your crotch. <laughs> uh, I want to put the stuff in there. Uh, they don't even have to say that. People, yeah, I'm sure... it's implied. They're, they're probably getting... Oh, so much of the stuff. Um, no, just like the choreography. Is, I mean, it was always a little racy, like shirts open. Oh, now yeah. it's like shirts off, humping things. yeah. I yeah. think when I was a youth, they were always humorous to me because they had that little bit of danger, but it was at the same time that, like, actual dangerous human beings were getting popular, like, you know, Guns N' Roses yeah. and whatnot. Oh, and, like, oh, well, those people actually for real start fist fights and right. are actually addicted to heroin. Yeah. And we'll just throw a lighter at you on stage. Yeah. And then meanwhile, you have, like, our white shirts are slightly yeah. open. I'm wearing a, a motorcycle jacket. And I'm going to I'm gonna sort of rap on this song. <laughs> and, and then I was, like, hearing, like, sort real. And you're like, oh, no, NWA. What is? Well, I'm sorry, what's that? <laughs> oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't think I can. So Fuck I, the who now? Yeah. Oh, I, okay. I, I don't think that's correct. Well, I'm going to go back to my new kids. But this guy has his shirt open a little bit. Yes. Yeah. I, I think that's off. what's really funny. And they're uh, like, you know what, what you're looking at when why you like it. You're like, oh, that's a spray tan, and those are abs, <laughs> and they might be painted on, but mama likes. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah, nice. and just blatant bulge jiggling and whatnot. And yeah. um, they toured, the second time they went on tour, when I saw them, it was with them. They're very smart. I don't know if it's the guys or like their, their people. They're touring with um, 
they toured the Backstreet Boys. So they were getting two generations of people. Right. We got a suite again, and it was our suite was old ladies, new kids going nuts, and like they kind of did every other song. And so when we were kind of like, oh, fun, Backstreet, we still have fun because <laughs> we're fun. The young girls were like, what is the like? They didn't know any of the new kids' songs, right? Or sometimes, sometimes they do mashups or um, just do other people's songs. But it was still an arena pulsing with both yep. modern love and the lovely nostalgia, bittersweet yes. desires. Yes, being danced on yeah. stage. Yeah, it's awesome. So if <coughs> if you could meet one of the new kids and like uh, not have sexy time, right. but like have like a drink and just like have an actual chit chat yeah. as a human being. Who would you want to like sit down and have a drink with mm. in chat? Oh, uh, it's I, I've thought about this. Not no Excellent. before this podcast. Um, <laughs> so like all for different reasons. Jonathan because he's my favorite, and he's always been your favorite. He's always obviously. been my favorite. I've always found him the most sexually appealing. Um, he's the quiet one. Okay. Um, I loved animals, which I'm not a huge animal person, so I don't know why. I'm like, he loves llamas. <laughs> I, I totally understand why you would love him, but it also yeah. sounds like you're describing a serial killer. Yeah, right. The quiet one, obsessed with animals. <laughs> he loves llamas. <laughs> he's sexy. Um, he's the sexy one to me. So that's, you know, my heart of hearts. Yeah. True love. Um, then there's Donnie Wahlberg, who just is like the bad boy, definitely the ringleader of the group, just... Like, seems the most ridiculous. And like, he was the one who was in the beginning of Sixth Sense, right? Yeah. And he was in uh, Ransom okay. and Band of Brothers. Oh, wow. He's been working at Oh, right, right, right. Okay, yeah. Um, so, he is an actual... Yeah, he's an actual actor. He's working Blue actor. Blood, Saw. He was in a, he's, he's killing it. Yeah. Crushing it. <laughs> he's got, like, three TV shows on now, Married to Jenny McCarthy. Okay. Which I'd be like, dude, seriously? Yeah. Crazy? Maybe you need to, yeah, sit down and have, what are you a, doing, have but, a talk with him. Um, so... So, I don't know, but then... But then the practical, practical Amber Midwest, you know, is like, well, Danny Wood's the least popular, so I should probably, <laughs> I probably have a better chance of spending more time with him. So you want a Minnesota nice right. have a drink with him. Um, but I ultimately, I probably Jordan or Joey seems the most fun because he's also been steadily working and he's popped up at random comedy shows. He's been on Graham oh. Elwood's podcast a few times. Okay. <laughs> I've reached out to Graham Elwood to reach out to Joey Mack and he was like, no. No. <laughs> uh, very politely, but he was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Because uh, I wanted him to come on stage to do some new kids material with him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Jordan was on, Jordan tried to kickstart his career a few times, was on The Surreal Life. I uh, okay. had an album toured. I saw him, uh, he toured solo, uh, in between one of the new kids, newer tours. Okay. And that was like, at, um, where did I see him at? Um, not first Avenue, oh, the Caboose, which, uh, is a bar in Minneapolis. It's not a, it's a bikerish bar, but they have yeah. live music, more of the like blues and funk genre, yeah. not like pop boy band one-off boy band guy with backup dancers and yeah. 30 year old women going nuts <laughs> and like they're like slutty as rayon you know jc penny tops but um so a uh, short answer i i guess um i know it's hard to I, pick it's hard. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say i'm gonna say joey mcintyre okay so you said joey mcintyre stayed busy yeah. doing what so was he, he doing was acting time? also he was in boston public okay which i never watched but i didn't know he was on it uh he released a pretty successful solo album um when i was in college so like the early aughts okay. uh, late 90s um he also i saw him which again rekindled again right back to 12 year old Butterflies on the Tummy. He was on Broadway. He was in Wicked. He was uh, oh wow the prince. I forget the character's name, but he was. I saw him and I was like, <gasps> I, was, I won the lottery and was in the second row, so I was mere feet from Joey McIntyre. Yeah. So That's, yeah, they are quite accomplished yeah. for yeah. being mocked a lot. Yeah, and he was on Dancing <laughs> with the Stars. Um, 
few years ago, <clears throat> and he just had a show. I think it got canceled right away, but there was me, the McCarthy's, something McCarthy's, because uh, I so close to meeting Joey McIntyre at LA Podfest <laughs> last year. Okay. I got there I got there early. I was doing a podcast. I was doing WTF, which was like so very Oh exciting. yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. It was great. Um but I and I got there early to let's go see some other things, but I got there just a few minutes late and Joey McIntyre was a guest on Graham Elwood's um movie podcast and um comedy film nerds. And I got there and I just missed him and I ran up to the volunteer table and I was like, <laughs> Where is he? Yeah. Which direction was it? But then I talked about him on uh, WTF and his brother, Tommy, Tommy McIntyre, who's like a pipe fitter, uh, came up to me afterwards and was like, how about, uh, how about this McIntyre? So I, <laughs> really? I took a picture with his brother. Oh, really? Yeah. Who was a fan of Mark Maron's and who had listened to the podcast and was in the audience at that show who was just in town. Okay. Yeah. So if you could get Joey McIntyre, what, <coughs> I know you want him to do a bit, yeah. but what would you talk to him about? If it wasn't for a comedy bit, but just like quality time with Joey McIntyre. Yeah, right? Um, I guess I would just kind of like pick his brain. Like, what? What was that like to be? Because they've had like to be so popular. Yeah. At such a young, and he was the youngest. He was closest, is closest to my age. He was maybe like 12. Wow. Or 13 when they started. He was like Michael Jackson. You know, he's like the tiny baby one. Yeah. Uh, what that was like to rise to crazy fame. And then really drop, I mean, he was working, but to drop off, you know, to be like at the peak of the mountain and then yeah, drop off for a few years and then to have it come. Yeah. And have to deal with a lot of, uh, frankly, assholes like me yeah. making new kids on the block jokes yeah. for decades. Yeah. yeah. And there were a lot of very vulgar comments <laughs> and, and rumors. Um, but he, <clears throat> I think, is the only one that is still married to the wife that he, yeah. his first wife and has a pretty family man, but I think they're a pretty traditionally Boston Irish Catholic family. So <laughs> he might have to stay married whether he likes it or not. I'm just kidding, Joey. I'm sure you're in love. I'm sure she's lovely. Um, I'm Catholic too, if that helps. <laughs> I'm sure it does. So I guess I, I just want to pick his brain about like, what was that like? And what was, and what Broadway was like? Cause I really like Wicked. Yeah. Movie. Because he's, he's done it all, I tell you. Yeah. Well, you seem very balanced in your in your love of them all. It seems like New Kids on the Block is they haven't shattered as much as other groups. That yeah. They've stayed together. Yeah. It's the original five, right? Right. And you, see, and you seem to maybe, have identified. Maybe that's good that they weren't, that they had such a lull and went and had to get real jobs, some of them, yeah. slash, you know. They didn't have time to learn to hate each other. Exactly. Because they're only, like, super hyper popular for, like, right. two years. Right. In like three years then. Yeah. Then they would have started right. actually beating each other up. Yeah. Um, so for all of my topics, I research on Wikipedia, so I know just the same amount. <laughs> yeah. You uh, might know more than me in like facts. No, so far you, you're, you're <laughs> spot on. Okay. Uh, but I was, I hadn't really looked at their song list. I mostly only knew a couple of the big names. Um, so I want to see if you can tell which of these new kids on the block songs are not real. <laughs> Boy, I don't know the games album very well or the Christmas album. But okay. Here we go. Uh, some of these songs aren't real. Tell me which ones. I'll read them all and then you tell me which ones you think are fake. Okay. Stop it, girl. Baby, I believe in you. That's a real song. Girl, I don't own a watch. <laughs> that's not a real song. Sexify my love. That's a real. That's a good jam. That is a new jam, and that is a good jam. Let me tell you. Uh, stare at you. I don't think that's real. Baby, you got a face. <laughs> that does not seem real, but uh, but I do have a face, and if they wanted to sing to me about it. The first one, I don't know. What was the first one you said? Stop it, girl. Stop it, girl. Oh, that's a real song. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, Stop it, girl. Yes, so you correctly identified that girl I don't own a watch <laughs> is not real. Right. Sexify My Love, which amuses the shit out of oh, me, is, so is, of course, real. Uh, Stare at you is real. Oh, 
Which seems real creepy. Yeah. It's from one of their later albums or right. newer albums. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I think Stop It Girl is maybe from their first album, yeah. I think. Stop it. Stop it, girl. Um, <laughs> Sexify My Love is good. They also have... Um, what is Sexify My Love about? I mean... Um, I think it's just about boning. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love you and I want to show you physically and there's been enough songs that are like, let's do it. Right. So let's sexify it. But yeah, it sounds like you're getting your Mac upgraded at the Apple store. Yeah. They're like, here's my love. Could you could you sexify it a little bit? It needs a little upgrade. They have a song called... Uh, Dirty Dancing, Dancing, or is it Dancing Dirty? Um, that is like, ooh, I'm so crazy. I'm like Swayze, like like Patrick Swayze. It's hilarious. And they're sort of rapping. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, it's more sing. Yeah. And then they have another song that's like, because it's two in the morning. And it's like, I want to go, I, I, something about, because you're mad at me. I want to watch Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> and it kills it, me. Okay, so these modern albums are yeah. not ironic? No. Because the the fact that the titles are still things like Sexify My Love right. and Stare at You. Uh, I can't remember when Baby I Believe in You. Yeah. But they all st- some of them seem more overt like Sexify My Love. Yeah. But a lot of them still have Girl in the title. Yeah. Or Baby. Yeah. And, but I yeah. have a lot of other pop songs. So I'm like... I don't. I can't even think of other people like Chris Brown or bad example. There's <laughs> yeah. a love song, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah, they do have a song called "Twisted" that's all about like, oh, you like it, you want it, and like harder, <laughs> make it hurt, and like tattoos and bru- it's it's horrible. Okay. It's like tattoos, bruises, scars. It's like it's, yeah, it's a real. That's, that's a little upsetting. Dirty birdie song. But yeah, I still. Now, would you it. want them to have songs that reflect the real reality of their life? Like, if Joey McIntyre did a song <laughs> Like, about I love my a, wife and yeah, my children. I, I am from Boston. I am Irish Christian. <laughs> no? What fun is that? I mean, some people, I, mean, I guess, like that, fan, you know, oh, like, I follow them all on all the social media, of course. Okay. Um, and Joey posts a lot with his kids. and, and Okay. Like, so there is something that is a fantasy for a lot of ladies, too. Like that, that oh, he's such a good dad. And like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's so great. And I'm like, that's cool. Do you want to go have a beer? <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Have you tried tweeting? No, yeah, I have. Oh, I've tweeted them so much. So much. <laughs> I've tried tweeting. Um, I've tried... They have a cruise every year. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> which sounds awful to me, actually. It sounds horrific. Yeah. Um... It sells out, so it's maybe 5,000. I have no idea. Several thousand women. Yeah. Five new kids on the block and several thousand women. And uh, and they put on a few shows, but, like, like, I've read some blogs of people talking about how crazy, like, people will go to certain decks where our show's going to be. Like, yeah. Many hours beforehand and, like, pee in the corner because they don't want to lose their spot and, like, sleeping with security guards to get to them. But, like... Just wow. great. Like, that sounds awful. Yeah. But I did. I have a friend here in L.A. who's lived here for years and years and years. Used to cater with Jonathan's partner. Uh, okay. They used to both be cater waiters, servers, back and party down. Um, so he knows him and has met Jonathan several times. And is like, I, someday I will, I will make it happen. He's like, we're not good enough friends that I can just invite you to dinner when we go out to dinner with them, but we do go out to dinner with them. I was, I thought they'd be at their wedding. He was not. I was very disappointed. I also <laughs> thought I was going to get free tickets to the concert. Did not. But, um, I like through those channels was like, do they need any, like, can I MC a show on the cruise or maybe some stand up? Oh, on the cruise? nice. Nice. Like, you know, I'm right. Like people, my ladies, my age, Digby, I'd like yeah. to comedy wise. And would you do a new kid set? Um, no, I, I mean, I do my material, but kind of like 
the crowd would crowd work would all be you would new kidsify right. their love exactly yes. I would sexify my comedy with some new kids <laughs> um, but he it got to Jonathan and I guess Jonathan it was like they have to have all new kids entertainment was the answer I got back okay they couldn't but the fact that like it's gonna happen is all oh yeah saying. absolutely it's gonna like famous people come into my restaurant all the time Forget Joaquin Phoenix. I see him once a month. I don't give a damn. Get out of here. Give me some new kids on the block. Excellent. Uh, so while we're talking about the sexy stuff, yeah. we're always going to be talking about the sexy stuff because it's new kids on the block. As a mature adult, do you feel <laughs> Thank like... Thank you for calling me that. <laughs> do you feel like there is a best new kids on the block song to have sex to? <laughs> oh, excuse me. I... Um... I, I thought it was going to be best song, and then to have sex to I apologize uh, for the coffee. <laughs> Anyone who's listened this far, uh, yeah. you deserve the coffee. Is fine. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah, they're, they're they're okay with it. Um, hmm, the best one, gal. Oh, uh, I like the older ones, but they're a little is that creepy? A little cheesy. Too it's a cheesy. Little cheesy. It's not sexy. Okay. okay. Now that twisted. Mm, oh, <laughs> that, that song. That's a good one. Okay. Um, sexify my love. Uh, tonight I'm dancing dirty. Yeah. Um, oh, that, that's good. Um, yeah. I'd go with Twisted. Uh, uh, Boyfriend. Okay. Um, Dirty Dancing, a Dancing Dirty song, and then Sexify My Love. What is Boyfriend about? Um, tonight I'm, basically it's like tonight I'm gonna be your boyfriend. Okay. Like, you might have a man, I might have whatever, but tonight I'm be your boyfriend, boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a jam. And it was the first time that you're saying I it makes it sound like it's maybe like the, a sitcom. Yeah. It's boyfriend, boyfriend. boyfriend. <laughs> uh, they did it with Neo. He's another pop artist, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Never heard of him. Yeah. Uh, now, this is a very different song selection. <clears throat> okay. If you're going to play a new Kids on the Block song at someone's funeral, right. what is the right song for someone's funeral? Oh, Does please, it have a nice song? Please somber? don't go, girl. I think it might be. <laughs> Seems like. Uh, that's a, no, that's a breakup song. Not yeah, a, please not a please I'll don't go into forever the light. Yeah. is a good one. Okay. It's not oh, one of my favorites, nice. but it's a lovely nice. sentiment. Very nice. Um, um, I would like a little upbeat, so like I'd maybe hang in tough just for those of us <laughs> still just here. For the people surviving, you know what? the survivors yeah. are hanging tough. Yeah. Uh, when you were uh, a kid, yes, and you were listening to their their big breakout hit was "Right Stuff," right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which has the words "baby" and "girl" in it a bunch, yep. right? Yeah. Uh, what did you think the right stuff to have was? Uh, oh, like I was smart and pretty, <laughs> and I got all the stuff. Like uh, awesome. I, yeah, I, I, uh, I was like, like he wants to go with me. That's what we called it. Yeah, like going together. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I was, and maybe he'd even want to slow dance with me at a slow dance next year in seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I totally relate to that. Uh, yeah, that was. I don't know why that was. If that was unique to the Midwest, yeah. that you were to, supposed to ask someone, would you like to go with me? Yeah. Um, I wonder. My parents didn't know what the hell that. Oh meant no! When my camera was like, where are you going? What do you yeah. mean? Where are you going? Yeah, it was an opportunity for a dad joke, but my yeah. grandma knew because oh. she would say, oh, yes, I used to go with boys. <laughs> oh, jeez, grandma. Jesus, grandma. Boys. Yes. Oof. I remember getting my nerve up to call a girl mm-hmm. and say, oh, would you go with me? And then you like, just sit on the phone like, silent um, for like 30 no, minutes. No, no. Well, thanks. Okay. See you tomorrow. <laughs> you, you, it was so mechanical. The phone, not even passing a note? Uh, oh, a note seemed even scarier. Oh. Yeah. Is that the written proof that they didn't want? I, I would, I'd never offered check boxes. <laughs> and you're like, no, you're going to need to write it out. You need to tell me to my yes. face. Oh, I, I had my twisted young yeah. relationship. So oh. it was, these, these phone calls were the culmination yeah. of long 
yeah. long friendship relationships, building possibly to I, going oof, together. Much like my adult life, like it was always like, hey, I, I know, I'll, I'll, I know how to get, I'll be funny, that'll, that'll <laughs> snag a man, see? <laughs> I know, that's never, one time I ever worked for a lady. Um, but yeah, I don't, oof. I, yeah, the right stuff I thought that they would want to. Something that would make you want to go with me. Like, yeah. I was fun. I could backwards skate. skate land. <laughs> like, that, was, that was a catch, y'all. That's the perfect right yeah. stuff. Yep. Uh, does the song, this is a leading question, oh, I'm boy. sorry, but does the song in Is an Adult, does it drive you a little nuts? Or the do you still right love stuff? right stuff? Um, it's never been like one of my absolute faves. Okay. Um, it drives me a little bit nuts because it's the one that everyone's like, oh, yeah. Uh, 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 the, the white stuff. And I'm like, yeah, it's the, very, very good. It's an easy target yeah. for mocking. Yeah. Yes. Um, I was, I'm more of a hanging tough, um, step by step. Okay. That gets my juices. Good. Jamming. Good. Uh, and people know that, like, I've, um, which also causes me to make a fool out of myself. Um, at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival this past May, it took place over my birthday, um, uh, and, and there, there's beer and donuts backstage everywhere. Oh, it's so, Portland, yes. So you have sugar and beer, and I was don't know how to behave, <laughs> uh, apparently, at this festival. Uh, it was like the first time I'd seen people that I hadn't seen living in L.A. and people from Minnesota that I was there, and uh, Maggie Ferris was there, and Raina May, and Chad Daniels, and we were at the after party, and it's my birthday, so I, I'm important, and New Kids on the Block was in Tacoma the night before, which I was Ooh. telling everybody, and then they were going to be in L.A. the next night, so I was just missing them. Yeah. And um, Maggie and Chad put on, made them play like the right stuff or step by step at the after party, this like awesome warehouse party yeah. at this Portland Bridgetown Comedy Festival. Nobody gives an F. <laughs> but I am losing my shit. So did you create I a dance floor? I boogie okay. woogie. Were you alone? <clears throat> they dance with me a little bit, but I have it like on a video somewhere. They're dancing like, cool, fun. And and then uh another gal, uh Brittany Braun, who is an LA lady, um and uh, shout out to fun. Uh, she makes awesome geeky skirts. I just bought a Doctor Who like pleated. Oh, awesome. She makes cool, fun geeky wear. Um, Brittany, ba- Brittany Braun. Uh, we danced. We boogie woogie oh, on nice. the dance floor. So these certain friends will sometimes like request it for me or I was at a wedding and then and like we, we went to a bar afterwards and like to be fun they did this 90s mix of music and the new kids came on and I just like looked to a friend <laughs> and he just said give me your coat and I like, <laughs> you went and danced know. you needed and, yeah. yeah so you get stuck with the right stuff sometimes because sometimes, people who don't yeah. know their whole oeuvre right that's of course right. the pinnacle yeah yeah, yeah. It, or uh, they give me stuff like uh, my a little part time job at a restaurant owned by musicians very hip very cool musicians. They yeah. their record collection insane. Um, the gentleman uh, one day brought me a New Kids on the Block album. He'd seen at a thrift store and was like, "I, you need to have this." I, was like, <laughs> I do. You're right. So, um, do you think that there should be more cowbell in New Kids on the Block uh, songs? But yeah, probably. I mean, if there isn't already, it is pretty. Is, it, is it pretty? Is there a lot of cowbell in well, Sex by just, My Love? Well, it's really you, you know, there's a lot of noises. Like very a lot of producing. <laughs> a lot of our producers. Okay. T- Maybe a little overproduced? Maybe you a touch. I'd like okay. a little, little, <laughs> maybe a little bear new kids or something. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. Uh, if new kids on the block uh, are a gateway drug, oh. where do you think they lead? Oh, to, to more new kids on the block. Like, <laughs> new kids on the block is like heroin. Like once you start. Okay. So you get right past uh, pot or yeah. LSD and it's just 90, 89, heroin. 1989 new kids on the block is maybe like acid. <laughs> 
And today's New Kids on the Block is like, I don't even know what a cool drug that kids are doing. It's like, I don't know what drug. I was trying to think of a new <laughs> Molly? drug. Molly? Uh, yeah. yeah. Is that so, you feel happy? Um, sure. Do you think, honestly, think that, uh, that sounds accusatory. Do you think, <laughs> let me, I'm going to rephrase my own question. Objection to myself. Do you honestly think Do you honestly gonna... think, Amber Brett, <laughs> do you think new people, mm-hmm. young humans, discover them on the radio having no idea that they've had this whole career and go, wow, sexify my love, awesome, and just have no, get hooked on the actual music and then become aware <clears throat> of their uh... whole backstory? I don't think that they look into it. I don't think that they would. If they heard, you know what I mean? Like, why, if you were a young person and you heard a pop song on the radio, like, they had a couple commercial hits. I can't think of, there was, um, a remix was one of the more popular. And then there was a, um, Summertime was another one, like a couple, in the last couple of years. Like, yeah. I think got a little radio play, at least in Minneapolis. I don't know how, like, what they broke, whatever the pop charts. But, um, I don't, I don't know that they do what, like, we, I don't know what the kids, what young kids and the girls, <laughs> the girls, like the one, those girls that were my age that would have loved them were loving One Direction. Right. So maybe so it's, they, yeah, they, it's like the people at the clubs or like, uh, the basic bitches for lack of a better term, <laughs> you know, like just whatever who likes to listen to love pop yeah. music and top 40 radio. I might be like, Oh, cool. Yeah. Maybe. And now we live in a day and age of, um, and I do the same thing. If I hear a song, I like, I Shazam it right. and I buy that one song. And you throw it on a Spotify playlist, maybe. Maybe. But you, you know, don't I'm investigate. Not, not necessarily, unless I really, sometimes I do because I'm like, oh, cool, well, let's, I might as well buy that. Oh, that album's five bucks, and I'm going to buy this song for $1.29. Yeah, might as well. Might as Go well. Go crazy. Or, um, oh, yeah, you maybe just listen to a little bit, or if you really like it, especially living in L.A. now, I will I will go and see if they're touring anywhere, because chances oh, yeah, are it's they, LA, they might come back, and they might be, be at a mall for free. <laughs> right? Yeah, they might be singing Christmas tunes outside the Americana, like Boys to Men. But um, so I want to talk about your books. Yes. Uh, so this is a bit <laughs> that you do on stage. Mm-hmm. The bit is really funny, <laughs> and the substance needed. These books yeah. exist and the marketed. Novels. So these are books where. The, the new kids are the new kids, but they're having Scooby-Doo-like adventures, yeah, right? Yeah. It's very, um, uh, like Sweet Valley High, uh, Hardy Boy, I guess. Uh, yeah. but, but older. Yeah. Uh, just ridiculous. Like the one, there are, I think seven or eight. I have more than that because I have two hard copy. And one, as we discussed earlier, is a, um, the lives and loves of oh, the new kids more, on the block. That's just like. About oh. the girls who passed them notes and they fell Right. The latest, the latest scoop on America's hottest new singing group. But the, I mean, that's just fascinating to me. Th- these must be like 89, 90, Yeah. 91, so this very books. first one I, on the top of the stack is called, so it's the novels. It's a series. New kids mm-hmm. on the block. This one's called Peace Out. Um, <laughs> The little blurb on the front is, is Dottie defending a good cause or a lost cause? And I just got to, or I got to read this little background. Yeah, please do. Um, this one is on the back. It says new kids, danger head. Uh, Donnie Wahlberg speaks out against prejudice and, and injustice. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Donnie Wahlberg speaks out against prejudice and injustice wherever he sees it. Duh. Uh, that's me saying duh. Not the book. <laughs> but when he defends a group of native Americans, he risks being injured himself. <laughs> and this one is written. This one's oh by a different guy. They're all written by three different people. Seth McAvoy and Laurie Smith wrote most of them. And then R. Paul Yaki. I should look and see if what they else they've written, like if they've done Sweet Valley High or something. Okay, this is pu- this one is published. Uh, where are you? 1992. And this okay, is a so later they, one. Yeah, so they stretched on for a while. I think it's the last one. 
Yeah, Backstage Surprise. Let's see what that looks Okay, this is, I have two copies of Backstage Surprise. That's amazing. Third it's copy. Backstage yep. Surprise. Um, in 1990. This one, uh, is really funny. A little, <laughs> this one, I've tried to read from this one and I can't quite make it, um, I haven't figured out where to make it funny because it's creepy. A 13-year-old girl. <laughs> oh, in this book, it's established in the first like chapter that they are, some of them out of high school. Okay. Joey's still in high school because they have a tutor. Right. A 13-year-old girl kidnaps one of them on an amusement park ride. Her dad wow. owns the amusement park where they're going to perform. Kidnaps one of them. Cause she just she want and she ends up ends up kidnapping the wrong one, and, and <laughs> she one just, isn't good enough. She just really wanted to like go on a picnic with him. So the one she kidnaps, Joey, gets her some alone time with Danny, the one she wanted to kidnap, just because gives her. And then they have like alone time, and there's a part where his hand brushes hers, and, and oh. she blushes, and I'm like, he's he's like twenty. Yeah, she's, that's she's super, so. Now, did the new kids have any say in the narrative? I can't Could imagine. Joey be like, fuck you? That would be something I'd ask Joey if we sat down and chatted. I can't imagine <laughs> they remember, even know. In the novel, Backstage Surprise. Right. <laughs> Let me pull it up real quick. Um, I don't know which one's Joey-centric. There's got to be, like, between brothers on but stage. Yeah, these, these are just fascinating Oh, Where's me. Joe is one that I oh, don't have. Oh, okay. But yeah. Well, yeah, we need to get that one. I'm getting it. Somebody, uh, I've already reached oh, out to the Oh, it's the one public. that's coming yeah. to you via yeah. social media. Yeah. Yes. Um, I can't imagine they had any clue the merchandising yeah. that was happening. And when you were getting these, did you get any of these as a, as a young person? No, I, okay. I didn't know. I knew about the dolls. And so that's another thing. When they when they came back and I started really vocalizing and joking slash, no, I really genuinely love the music. Yeah. It makes me happy and whatnot. Um, people will, you know, I get a lot. And my friends are all comics who tour the country. So I get pictures like, Amber, I'm in the middle of Nebraska at a thrift store. Do you want this New Kids on the Block doll for $40? No, 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 I don't. I already have them. Right. Yeah. Um, or they sent, my aunt sent me a fanny pack from um, the New Kids on the Block, uh, from my cousin's youth. People send you stuff uh, or send yeah. you pictures of things. Um, Mary Mack found these two, these two hard copy. She found at a thrift store somewhere in the uh, middle of Wisconsin. Yeah. Gave them to me for Christmas. And then Andy Erickson thought it was so funny she was like, I bet you can't even find more of them. She found two more on eBay for like a dollar. <laughs> and then I found the other six, like this ch like chunk of yeah, six with the Lives pile. and Loves. Um, I found that on eBay just a couple weeks ago for like two bucks. <laughs> now, can you read one of the, the passages <laughs> no. that, you, that you read on stage? I would love to. Uh, God, where do I? Oh, I know. I've, and um, just so the listeners, <laughs> I have a couple of books with... Um, Flags, little the little post-it note. Yeah, so you can get to flags. the good parts real quick. Right, like I don't like. Well, I'll read something, but like, what? Why would I have something flagged on this page? Let's see. Um, Jonathan ignored him and straightened his wig. Like that seems good. I don't know what, what's happening. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna read just a little bit from on stage. This is New Kids on the Block, the novels on stage. Will the new kids make it to the stage on time? Um. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Uh, Donnie was determined to straighten things out with Jonathan. He ran up beside him. I know you're angry angry at me about the shoes, Jonathan, but I promise I won't do it again. I hope not. Do you realize that you ruined my favorite pair of high-top basketball sneakers? I'm sorry, said Donnie. I didn't mean to drop a whole pepperoni pizza on them. It was an accident. Jonathan suddenly stopped and spun around. What do you mean it was an accident? You did it on purpose. 
No, I didn't, Donnie said. I accidentally <laughs> tripped and the pizza pie just flew out of my hand. I'm really sorry. That's the second page. Page two. Page two. Uh, Roller so the, coaster. So the whole first page is about the pizza pie incident. Oh, my God. No, no, no. The whole, that's just... Oh, like, so we're just jumping in the middle of the story. That's, that's the story That's setting the scene. They're in Red Rocks, California. So They're then involved. we get to imagine the whole prequel book about the pizza pie incident. Yes, what happened? And I just let... I can't leave people hanging. Uh... Donnie is so sad about what happened. He doesn't eat for an entire day. Barely makes it on stage. Oh, this is amazing. Yeah. Uh, I love this. Yeah. It's, it's a roller coaster of emotion. It's, it's, and there's always like, they always just like, well, we better head to our concert (laughs) at the sold out arena. (laughs) They're just normal people who fight about pizza pie. Um, Yeah. I want to look up if like bands, modern (coughs) bands like One Direction have things like this. It's fascinating to me that, that, that this exists, that level of detachment of like, they're not, they're not like this. Oh, I would have thought, and if I had, I found this, I would have thought. I would have been like, oh, yeah, that sounds like Jonathan. Yeah, you, you would not <laughs> would consider these works of fiction. They'd no. be like, this, this is one, actual um, reporting. This one, where the um, little girl kidnaps one of them, there's also their sound guy can't read. And that's the stuff. <laughs> there's so, so like, much like, to the learn. There's story in here. Yeah. yeah. And he's really worried about getting fired. And they're like, no, man, you do a great job. We're going to help you. Let's get to the show. <laughs> You've got the right stuff. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I'm going to ask you the how obsessed are you questions. Mm-hmm. I ask everybody on the podcast these, so feel free to if answer. If that's not clear enough already. Honestly. With my like speedy talk about, I was like, "How am I going to talk about this for an hour?" <laughs> no problem. <laughs> How well, fast what, am I going to talk about this for an hour? That's what everybody says, and that's you know the nature yeah. of obsession. Everybody yes. has something more yeah. to say yes. about their obsession. That should be that's a good like T-shirt or slogan or sound. Like oh it. hey yeah, everybody has. I'm going to get somebody to write books about yeah. me, except yes. I do the podcast by myself, so oh. it'll just be a very sad, lonely book. That's all right. Hey, <laughs> Joseph yes. prepares that's his podcast tell you, like, tell you what, drinking for alone episodes. in his home. <laughs> yes, he's researching the new kids for the podcast. <laughs> now <weekly>. he's reading <laughs> Wikipedia for <laughs> pleasure. Uh, okay, so here's the first question. Do you think about the new kids on the block <clears throat> every day? Uh uh, well, almost, I say, because I walk by these books <laughs> that I have yet to put away. And because I'm, yes, right now, because I am kind of culling these to make the bit on stage. Like, right, you want to really perfect your yeah. new kid's bit, yeah. which is great, by the Thank way. <laughs> um, would you start a conversation with a random stranger about the new kids on the block? Or have <laughs> you? Would I and have I? Uh, every podcast I've ever been on, I think it's come up, like, Probably science. Science podcast where we discuss sciencey things. Now, I bring up the new kids. Do you force it in or does it happen <clears throat> naturally? Is it just like people mention the word step and you're like, like say? Oh. <laughs> I like to think it just happens naturally. But, <laughs> um, I find like, oh, Boston. Say, you're from Boston. Do you not know any of the new kids on the block? Like, I legit asked Casey Affleck if he knew any of the Okay. I was like, you're so from Boston, aren't you? It's about your pursuit of meeting them, yeah. usually. Yeah. Or, it's not like you're just dropping it in as flavor. Yeah, or it's, uh, no, I, no, if, like, oh, I like that song. No, I, no, you don't understand. I like, I really like that. Like, I'm not, I don't just, I'm not trying to be funny. I really like right. them. So if you were at the Americana Mall, yeah. Uh, and they just came over the song, not them live, they came mm-hmm. over the, the speakers. Yeah. Would you just, like, stop a random like old lady and say, do you know this is from this album from this year? <laughs> no, but I would, I would definitely, there'd be an extra kick in my step. I would dance. I would, if, if, if somebody else was bopping, I'd be like, right. I, you would, I would you make, would make the connection. Yeah. Right, that you're both sexifying yeah. your love. Yeah. 
Awesome. Uh, or I just talk, I would just talk out loud. Like, oh, young kids, you don't know what this is. It's new kids, honey, get it. Like, I do that a lot at work. <laughs> honey, get it. Nice. Yeah. Would you get a new kids on the block tattoo? No. Is that because you're not a tattoo I'm person? I'm just not a tattoo person. Yeah. If you had to get a tattoo, yeah. would it be a new kids no. on the block? No. You wouldn't get Joy no, McIntyre's like face on your shoulder? Trivialized by love. <laughs> just nothing, but I know. It's for me. Okay. Yeah. You don't feel like you need to externalize right. your Right. And love. I think that would look like, um, which is kind of, it doesn't matter what it looks like, but it would look like I was making fun to me. It would seem like an ironic. Yeah. Especially I think with things like books yeah. that are like, it's hard not to look at the books ironically, or yeah. at least in a sort of almost like cultural archaeology yeah. of being amazed that they exist. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, a tattoo of just... It's also, it's not like it's Darth Vader. It's right. just, it's a guy's face. Yeah, or like their logo in this very dated uh, font typeface, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, it's, MKOTV. It's very MTV meets yeah. Yeah, Nickelodeon yeah. font. Yeah, and these are very PG books, so it's definitely, like they're just silly fun. Okay, so no, no tattoo. No tattoo. Would you read or write slash fiction about new kids on the block? Yes, yes. Now, have you written? I haven't, but I should. Fiction in which they have uh, sex with themselves or other characters. No, but I should. If I, uh, maybe I should approach, uh, uh, I wonder if they've done that at uh, erotic fan fiction. That, that ah, show. I that bet would be good, they have not done. The new Kiss on the Block. Kiss on uh, the Block. <laughs> but I would, but it, uh, like, because I love them so much, I would know who they all are. It's, it's, it would only be funny, I think, to other people for a short Right, because you'd have to tell them all about who Joey is first. Yeah, Joey's the baby one, so this is why that's funny, and you know, or whatever. Uh, (laughs) I think you could do that. Yeah, maybe, but no, I haven't. But I'm not opposed to it. Uh, Who do you know off the top of your head who you would have them hook up with? Oh, like uh, me? They'd all be fighting like me and my friends. (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad I answered asked that question because your answer was like uh, dipshit. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like someone would be whatever. Donnie be with his wife, Jenny McCarthy. And like we, I drunkenly touch a boob or whatever. We're just like, see how much makeup she's really wearing, and you're fun. All right, see ya. And then I would make out with whoever I want to make out. With. Nice. Yeah. Would you watch a movie about the new kids on the block made by Quentin Tarantino? Oh yes, that would be <laughs> awesome and bloody. Um, he should he should have Donnie Wahlberg be in a movie. Yeah, he should cast Donnie Wahlberg. Donnie Wahlberg is good at playing desperate, upset characters, Exactly. Right? He's also in that Stephen King movie, um, Duddits, uh, the one, Dream, Dream Weaver, Dream... Dream Catcher? Dream Catcher. Yeah. Yeah, he's in that one, too. Awesome. So, there you go. Would you break up with someone you were dating who didn't like the new kids on the block? Um, or have you? Yeah, Every like, one of the, everything's one of those sense, like, I oh, no. I don't think my ex really liked him, but he just, like, put up with my... But he... I don't know. I don't think he just was indifferent. My, my fella... My fellow likes him. His sister's my, he's a couple years younger than me. So he remembers liking the music because his sister, he was young. So it was like, oh yeah. Oh cool. Yeah. I like the music, music for the music. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, he thinks it's ridiculous. And, uh, whenever I'm like guffawing over something, he's like, oh, okay, we, yes, we get it. I know. <laughs> I, I'm, I should just leave now. So. Oh, so does he feel pushed out of your relationship <laughs> by the new kids on the block? Uh, no, but I think he knows like, uh, my, I have five. Like, you know, you have, like, five free passes. One of my five free passes <laughs> is the New Kids on the Block. So you wouldn't spend all five on New Kids on the Block? No, they count as one. Okay. <laughs> I don't know who the others are. I think that so. counts as slash fiction, that you've decided yep. that mm-hmm. all of them together are mm-hmm. one free pass. Good deal. Uh, would you swear at a nun if she said something bad about New Kids on the Block? Um, not to her face. Under my breath, maybe. No, I would just... 
I, I would be like, I would use some street slang. I'd be like, girl, you don't know. Uh, how do you feel about nuns in general? Do you have respect for them? Do you have fear for them? Um, I, I've only known nice nuns. I've okay. only had a couple of nuns in my life, and they were very nice. I can't imagine Sister Anne from my youth ever saying anything. She would just wonder, oh, what is... Well, that seems like an interesting song, but... Okay. Oh, and Miss Dahl, my fourth grade teacher, was none. But, okay, uh, but they're nice people. They were nice people. So, but still, if they were like new kids on the block, are actually pieces of human shit. You, oh, would, you if would they swore at me, I might say it back. Okay, I might use the terminology they use, but I would probably more likely say something like, "Oh, hush your mouth." Or fine. I like that rule that if the nun uses it, you can use yes. it back at the nun. Yes, that's just good gamification. Yes. yes. Uh, would you cosplay is a new kid on the block at Comic Con? Oh, that would be good. Yeah, because the 90s fashion would be so sweet. Yeah. I think it would be, yes, I would. But I think it would be hard because 90s fashion is back. It would be hard to figure out what... I'd need all four other people with me. Right. It would I just be like, people. otherwise, look at that fashionable woman. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, sh- I get it. She's so normcore, but not nah, like <laughs> whatever they call she it. She likes plaid shirts and yeah, vests. And yeah, and aggy clothes. I would, Yeah. Is so 90s I, fashion really back, I, I ask, because I'm not very fashionable yeah, person? Yeah, it's sort of back. That kind of grungy... It's 90s-ish in this norm core, is okay. what I've been told it's called. It's kind of like the high-waisted mom jeans, air quotes. Okay. Um, the just kind of, I don't give a shit. sweaters, the like, look at how normal and average I like. Like, I'm not <laughs> even trying, but I tried really hard to cultivate this look. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm just comfortable is yeah. and cheap in like thrift stores. So <laughs> that's my jam. Excellent. So you would wear baggy <coughs> yes. jeans to Comic-Con. Yes. Good. Yes. Good and a, like a giant uh, peace necklace or the, with the jacket done. Oh, there's wearing. some oh, yeah. rocking fucking sweaters yeah. on those oh, covers. Oh, God. The, um, he's, got, he's got tiger pants. Oh, um, nice. You know that jacket's one of those like swishy, matchy oh, yeah, pants. Yeah. Uh, this jacket Donnie's wearing has an American flag and the British. Uh, it's pretty ostentatious flag, you know? there. Yeah. Yeah. So. Union Jack. Yes, the Union Jack. That's what I was. Okay, here's uh, the last question. How obsessed are you? Uh, and it's a, it's an odd one. I warn you. Okay. If you could not listen to New Kids on the Block without you or someone you love first being punched in the crotch, oh. would you still listen to New Kids on the Block? Oh gosh, do I get to pick who's getting punched in the crotch? Sure, but it has to be someone you care about. You can't just have to be some random no. asshole. Oh gosh, I I I would, but. I think, like, my fella is just uh, truly uh, a sweetheart and uh, genuinely seems like a... Not like next week we break up and then this will be on air. No. <laughs> um, he's wonderful. Uh, yeah. He's, like, genuinely cares about other people's happiness. So I think every once in a while he'd be like, babe, hit Go play. Daddy's <laughs> uh, ready. Like, uh, I'll take one. Yeah. I think not very, not as much as I do now. Okay. So you listen to them very freely now. But then yeah, they're just like in my yourselves. queue. You know, they just like randomly come up. Okay. So. Nice. Yeah. Well, this is this gives me a good picture of how obsessed you are. Because it seems like you are very obsessed, but still very rational and reasonable <laughs> yeah. about no tattoos, no crotch punching. Right. right. But other than that, I'm yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm down with all of them, <laughs> but no tattoos are crap. Uh, I also ask people to make a noise to sum up their obsession. Can you make a noise to sum up your obsession with new kids on the block? <laughs> um, maybe. Uh, so after the new kids obsession, like everyone else my age, um, in junior high, early high school, we were all obsessed with Leonardo DiCaprio. And when Romeo and Juliet came out with him and Claire Danes, my friend Jamie, who's still a very dear friend, who we saw the new kids together, uh, we would just 
type uh, or write uh, notes. And it was always like, Gah. so like that was our like, <laughs> we didn't know what orgasms or even like Ladywood or anything, yeah. but it was just like, Gah. it was our <laughs> T-U-H, Gah. I so, can't even hold yeah, it in. Yeah, like, oh, Gah. so that's fine. <laughs> Lock. That's a noise. great noise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to start texting that to my wife yeah. and see if she knows, yeah. recognizes what she, it is. She'll know. <laughs> Ladies know. I had a beer and I really enjoyed it, honey. <laughs> uh, do you want to plug yourself? Is there anything you want to plug? Uh, the oh. podcast should be up in a couple of days cool. from when, when we're recording it. Yeah. Um, I uh, host a monthly show with uh, another lady comic, Andy Erickson, at the Nerdist School Stage, which your listeners may be familiar yes. with. Um, well, the first First Friday of the month at 10 o'clock called Punchline Punch Out. Um, and that's yeah, a silly stand-up show where we make uh, comics such as yourself. Um, do uh, We give them a challenge the day before the show, and then they have to write something it's for super fun. the challenge. Yeah. And, and then we make them compete, and it's just silly goose fun time. Yeah, it's great. So, and where yeah. can people find you on the social media? Uh, Preston Party is my Instagram and Twitter. And um, <coughs> Excuse me. I can't. I apologize. Um, AmberPreston.com. And Preston Party Twitter. Nice. Yeah, nice. Okay, so here are the final questions. They don't oh, have anything to do okay. with your obsession, but they can if you want. <laughs> uh, if you had the mutant power to turn your body into any substance, what substance would you want to turn your body into? Oh, God, that's such a good question. <laughs> Is it? it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hair gels for the kids on the block. Use me to keep <laughs> that the hair quaffed. Great slash fiction yeah. that you're just a giant tub. And maybe of it, it would be more moose. It would be more moose. Moose. Hair moose. Okay. I mean, look at how light and fluffy this hair is. I've yeah. never thought about it that way, but I like the idea that a band like the kids on the block, especially back in the day, had a big vat of communal moose <laughs> like, they could just slap their hands Joey, into. Joey, quit hogging the moose. <laughs> you got some moose on yeah. my pizza I pie. I got a Boston accent. I can't do it. Right. Yeah, it's like, can you say gut in a Boston accent? Uh, gut. <laughs> I, I think it's the same. <laughs> it's I don't the know. Same. Yeah. Uh, next question. If there were a Shakespearean tragedy based on your life, what would your tragic flaw be? Oh man, uh, I, my real flaw. I just I think I just I, I can't say no. I'm just a people pleaser. Uh, I I'm just a girl who can't say no. Me and Annie Oakley. Um, yeah. Do you mean like overcommitting to overcommitting projects or uh, relationships, or just or and not and um, not wanting to rock any boats? So not say not saying yes or no either way. Okay. Just to, like just really in the middle line there like yeah. I don't want to don't want to upset anybody so then you don't take a stance on anything <laughs> do you feel like that is a personal character trait or is it midwestern or is I it think both? a little of both yeah because I have midwestern friends who are not like that I worry about everything I worry yeah about my dear friends are always like they know that and give me a hard time about it I mean like I worry I'm gonna trip and get a paper cut on my eyeball like literally <laughs> not like that I can't leave the house but just like, oh, they, oh, shoot, I probably upset that guy when I ordered my tea and they didn't have the ginger that I wanted and then I ordered peppermint. He probably felt really bad because I was probably rude when I asked for ginger and they didn't have it. Like, So you create stupid. elaborate fictions yeah. in which you might offend people. Yeah. I do that too. Yeah. So, yeah, that's great. That's, I, I think it's also a Midwest, like, a very, like, oh, it's a, a very selfish yet a selfish way to be not want to be selfish. Like, you're very worried about how you're affecting other people. Right. When really, you're probably not. Probably people don't all. give two shits. Yeah. And, and you're like, well, fine. I don't want to bother them. They're like, you're not. <laughs> and I've been to Sweden a few times and to Stockholm. 
And I'm like, oh, this is the motherland. Like, they definitely are in that, like, oh, they don't even, like, move off the sidewalk because it's like, well, I don't even want to acknowledge there's <laughs> yeah. another person there. I, I, <laughs> I don't want to hurt your soul by I, looking I, into I, your eyes. I mustn't, yeah. I mustn't. Or, like, shopping in Sweden is the greatest because no one even, they don't even acknowledge you there. They're like, should I leave the store? Do you want to, I mean, like, nobody, you know, here it's like, hi, what can I help you find? Do you need any other sizes? Oh, wow, that looks great on you. And you're like, geez, let me just, it's a pencil. Leave me alone. <laughs> so, it's a Midwest thing. Yeah. I had a super long conversation at Hot Topic when I was uh, uh, Christmas shopping for my wife. I was looking. <laughs> she's really enjoying Star Wars stuff. Yes. So I was looking for Star Wars, fun Star Wars yeah. stuff for her. And people just wanted to talk to me about Star Wars. Oh. It was the first time in my life ever. It's like, I'm in a rush shopping yeah. for my wife. I don't want to talk Normally, about Star Wars. Normally, I would love to discuss Star Wars. Always. But, always. Right. But this is the one time. You're like, I'm trying um, to find Ray stuff and there isn't any. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, I did find some other stuff. Just so you know, listeners don't Good. Too worried. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bought my wife Star Wars stuff. Don't worry Cute. about it. The final question on the podcast for everyone, which is kind of the opposite of what we we're talking about, <clears> is <throat> what is happiness? What is it? And I can't just answer no kids on that blah. Um, <laughs> Actually, um, I don't think yeah. in this whole you know, damn thing anyone's ever just answered their obsession. Yeah, right. It's a well, pretty straightforward I answer. I think, I mean, it kind of, in, in a sense, no kids on the block, in the sense that um, happiness, like, I mean, maybe I'm a little bit older, I'm a little bit wiser, I don't give an F anymore. But happiness, being able to love whatever, whomever, uh, enjoy things you enjoy unabashedly without right. fear of judgment. Um, I mean, I will tell anyone that I love Nicky's Black. Like I said, I work in a very hip, cool music where I'm surrounded by cool, hip musicians. And I'm like, oh, no, I, I'm going to, can we turn it on top 40? I'm going to listen to some pop <laughs> jams. I don't care. Yeah. Like, um, and just being, uh, being able to enjoy what you enjoy. Cause, uh, there's so many people that can't do that. Yeah. And, um, or talk about it and, uh, and getting, so enjoying something causes happiness, but being able to share that with somebody right, else. And just be totally open and free yeah, in your love. Yeah. Oh, that sounds wonderful. That is awesome. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. That is our podcast. <laughs> You've been listening to Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. Uh, so this is my sixth grade autobiography, uh, my future letter. After I graduate from high school, in parentheses, I was homecoming queen and cross country and on the cross country and track team. Just so in case you were wondering, I was homecoming queen. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll like to go to college out east, maybe exclamation point. While I'm going to college, I'd like to major in theater arts and minor in I don't know what that says. And really like to be an actress, though. Anyway, while in college, Sarah True, my old friend, calls and invites me. Oh, so she invites me to a New Kids on the Block concert. I say, sure. And that's where I meet Jonathan Knight. We go for, we date for a year or so and get married. When married, I'd like to have five kids. And if I did, I'd... And if I did, I'd name them Courtney Page, Simone Jen, Kyle Nathan, Zachary Jonathan, and Brittany Katrina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I would like to become a well-known actress very, very much. 